You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's so awkward for me. I mean, I'm in an enclosed space. Everything is awkward for you. You're there for, I don't know, sometimes like up to like 60 seconds, two minutes. Depends on stuff. If you have, if you have a bunch of stops, maybe longer than that. What are you counting? And then, yeah, because I'm sitting there and and I try to avoid it. I'll try to like wait until I have one by myself, but that doesn't always happen. And then I I get in there and then it's awkward. And then if it's just one on one, I've I've got my line that I use. Oh my god! I've got a I've got a small talk line that Is I use. Is it about the weather? No, it's not about the weather. Okay, let me try. Okay, don't tell me because I want to try and guess what your small. All talk right, line we'll is. talk about it. Okay. But it's really awkward and I don't know what I'm doing and it's really <laughs> oh, uncomfortable. Hello, yes. everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. As usual, I would like to remind everybody, for your shopping needs, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Whatever your needs and desires and your wants are. I thought you were going to do it straight today. I, I was am. like, he's doing this a really straight. good job. This is. I was this actually is, I'm doing here, a straight my read. Sarah monologue was like, "Wow, Greg's actually doing pretty good." I'm doing it. I'm doing a normal straight read right now. I'm just saying, whatever your then needs, you add through wants, needs desires, and desires, no, your your longings, whatever it is you're longing to buy on uh, Amazon, just go to funemploymentradio.com first. Like as soon as you get those urges, buy your longings on. <laughs> get those urges and those desires. Just remember, Fun Employment Radio first, then click on the Amazon link, and then you just purchase away. It's probably Fun Employment Radio. Dot com second because they remember their urge first. Well, no, they remember so it's their urge first, then Fun Employment Radio, then satisfying that urge by going to funemploymentradio.com. Now you've made it and confusing. On the Amazon link. Now you've I messed it up. I think you mucked it up a little bit with all of your fancy pants lingo. That was the fancy pants lingo is not something I'm accused of very often. Mm. Uh, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link and do so now. Right. Um, so you don't have any problem talking right now. No, I can do it now. No, it's <laughs> this is the difference. Like, I can talk on, you know, on radio, or I can talk like on a podcast, or I can talk like on, a, on, on really? stage, <laughs> or I can speak in groups. But when it gets down to one-on-one, and especially with strangers, that's where I kind of, I get a little bit awkward because I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure what the etiquette is. And this has to do with, I don't think I'm the only one. I don't know if I am the only one. And, you know, if you if you listen to the show, you know, I also do a, a lot of work for uh, digitaltrends.com. And noth- this is, has nothing to do with them other than that their offices are in one of the uh, bank towers downtown. And so a grown up building, a grown up building. It's in a very grown up. <laughs> we building. are not. I never even thought about that's totally it. right now where we are. We are not in a grown up building. Well, it is a grown up building. Technically, I mean, there are grown ups in here. But we're not in not a basement a, here. This is a fully rented studio. I mean, I understand it's a fully rented studio, but I'm saying like, you know, there's like the downtown bank tower and then there's a, we're just different worlds. It's a different world. It's, it's different a different worlds. world. Craig, I'm not taking away from the fact we're not in someone's basement. OK. All right. I mean, we I just want to say, let's clarify here. We're not we're not like in we some shack very, in the back no, of we a, have a very nice. Studio this costs a lot of money. I want to make sure it's clear. It's my money, too. I no, no, we have a very nice studio here. I'm just saying it's not, it's nice. It's not bank tower nice. No. Like, that's the nicest building in Portland. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's true. This is true. That's what I'm comparing it to, Greg. Okay. Yes. Well, compared to that, I'm just saying you need to make sure that's clarified. Like they're, like both things can be good. Like they're like fancy espresso machines and we're like delicious black coffee. Like both yeah. are good. Yeah. One seems to be like a little maybe like fancier. Right. But it doesn't mean that it's any better. Right. Well, see, there you go. That's that's where I, what I'm getting at. Anyway, uh, I love going down there and working for them. They're they're fantastic. But uh, riding in the elevators down there, it is. So it's like a 30 story building, and so so every every day I go down there. This is my thing, though. This is just. I get real. It's really awkward in the elevators with all these random people because there's you know all these different floors with all these different businesses. What kinds and of businesses are in there? Well, I've tried to figure that out myself. I don't know because I. Okay, here's one thing about me. Like when I go when I go down to this, you know, I ride the elevator. I do like to uh, peek, you know, because there's a lot of the floors where you have to have a key card to get to them. They're private access. So if I'm in the elevator with somebody like that and they swipe the card and then hit their floor button, I'm like, oh, so that means I can't. I can't Wait, so what? Then you like stick your head out as they like get off of, of the floor. No, but I. Greg, yes, you do. I could tell by the way that I you're don't stick at my me. head out the door because I'm afraid of getting uh, of looking that way. But I'll angle myself just right so I can see as much as I can in the time that the doors are open, so I can see what's oh in there, what's God. on that floor, because I know I'm not I, allowed I, to. I'm not even associated with you down there, and I'm embarrassed for you. Well, so I will do that sometimes. Yeah, I'll admit. And 
the other thing is though, you you get in the elevator and you know, there's sometimes there's somebody that's riding up higher than I am. So I'm in the elevator with this person, you know, in a very intimate small area with them during this time. What are you time. doing you, in the elevator? I don't know, but you stand there it's and it's all intimate? quiet. Well, you're in the elevator with somebody for like a minute and you're all it's all quiet and people will sit there. Everybody will go for their phones and try to look at their phones. But I know for a fact there's no phone service in the elevator. So it just makes it even more awkward. So it's more awkward because everyone's sitting there looking at their phones and we all know nobody's got service. You can't, you're not looking anything up. There's nothing to look at on your phone. See, in situations like that, I try to challenge myself to not look at my phone because it's like, all right. So what do, what do you do? You start talking to them? No, you can like look at, look straight ahead. You don't have to What do you talk. look at? All right, wait, are you more nervous that you feel like you had? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and pinpoint this I'm anxiety. unsure what it is that I'm supposed to what be doing. What you're supposed to be doing. And I've got my line that I use to try to break the tension. Wait, I, you know? I want to guess the line. All right, so you're in this. So what is going on is that you're getting elevator-induced anxiety because you're yeah. downtown and you'll ride with somebody I'm, who sometimes I'm crammed has to in go, there with people. Yeah, that I don't. I don't know. It's sometimes just weird. has to go to a higher floor than you. Sure. And so you have to ride with them the whole time, and you feel you feel like you have to make conversation. I don't know what. I'm not sure what to do because it's it's so quiet. It's not like there's elevator music or there's something no like elevator break music? it. No, there's no elevator music. So it's just just dead quiet while you're riding this thing. It's like standing, you know, one foot away from somebody. Okay, uh, let me guess your line. Um, also, sometimes it's women and it makes me nervous. So, uh, so yeah. Why does it make? Why do they make you nervous? I don't know. I don't know. No, that's not it. That's not it. But no, it's, just like being like trapped in close quarters with somebody and then you start to sweat. Well, I do start to sweat. Mm-hmm. I do start to sweat a little bit, but that's just something I do uh, naturally. Our pal Chris says humming makes it awkward as well. Oh, Humming hum? seems like if I was in the elevator by myself with someone and they started humming, I would think that they were just about ready to stab me. Yeah. I would think a murder was about ready to happen if I'm sitting, if I'm in an elevator by myself mm-hmm. with someone else. And they're like, hmm, 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 Yeah, no, no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't hum. Although I am a good whistler. Maybe I could try to whistle. I'm a better whistler than you. I could... That is. You might be a better snapper than me. I'll give you that. that but is just I am patently false. I am an. I have been complimented on my whistling. D- that is just. That is just untrue. It is absolutely not untrue. That is a false statement. You are a terrible whistler. I am an amazing whistler. And no, that and you used to be a good snapper until that's you not broke even your a, snapper. I my finger is back in full effect. I have a nice, clean, crisp snap when I want to. I've got different tones of snaps. If snapping were a profession, I can do it again. Yeah, my, I talked about it's it before. Being speculated that you lost your snapper. Okay, I have. A, I've always had a very strong snap, and my finger. You know, it was hurt. It was like sprained or something for a while, but it's back. It's back. I can pinch it. I can feel it. I can wiggle it back and forth, which is good snapping measures. All right. Oh, that was lame. Okay, it's a little bit because I just ate on it. Just ate your thumb? No, I ate. Oh, God, those are bad. There we go. That was that was not good. You bit. didn't even believe that. Let me go that. wash my hands. Okay, I just ate, and so my hands. Uh, I need to. I need to wash them, but then it'll be nice and crisp and clean. Snapping. Anyway, I'm not going to snap in the elevator. I'm not going to whistle in the elevator, although I could whistle. Um, no, I I sit there, and then I feel like. I need to. I feel like I need to say oh God, something. Do you try to be like, funny? Do you try to be funny? Is your one line you trying to be funny? Oh no! Don't ever try to be funny. No. I don't try to be funny, but I'm like it's. I can tell it's awkward for everybody else. So what would your line be? So it isn't about the weather. It's not about the weather. Is it about the elevator? Yeah. It's like oh. I hope this doesn't plummet and, and, and we all die. No, I don't say that. That oh. sounds like something you would say. I hope the cables don't snap and we all get squished <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> Are you going to the eyes wide shut floor? No, I don't ask if they're going to the eyes wide shut floor. No, that is not something I'm going to bring up. Although I wonder if there is a floor like that. There could be in there. Do you try so, to do one of those facts where you like say, like, have you ever read that study where people who feel awkward in elevators look at the number of the floor because they don't know where else to look? No, I don't say that. That's way too long. That that would be just weird. What do you, should I look at them and say that? Have you ever read that study <laughs> that people are awkward in elevators so they look at the numbers because they don't know where else to look? And then what, say nothing after that? <laughs> and then turn and stare straight ahead. Yeah, security will be waiting for me when I get off the floor. That's what's going to happen. I'm just trying to think of anything you could say. So it has to do with okay, the elevator. I, I make a little... You know, we're all going up the elevator, oh. and it's usually when there's like, I'll do this when there's like, say, there's three people. Oh God, you're talking to an audience in the elevator, and like Nobody one person gets you. off. You know, one person gets off, and then we keep going. And uh, you know, I'm like, hey, say, oh. these are people who work 
work in the building too. You know, they know what's Greg's going on. Greg's doing like a shoulder, like shimmy. He's doing a, sh- a shoulder shimmy, like, like, hey, bud. No, hey, I, this is cool. I didn't put anything in your drink. Eh, 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 no, eh, it's eh. not that kind of thing. I just say, I don't even want to say what I'm. What you I'm have saying. to. No, say it's just it now. like it's my small talk thing, just to like. Do you do like? Do you look at somebody? Attention. If it's just one of, it's just the two of you. You go, and then there were two. No way! That's terrifying. Are you kidding me? If somebody ever said that to me, I would, I would instantly go into a defensive stance on something like that. That would not be no. I don't do that. I just, uh, you know, the floor opens and we go. Have you ever seen the movie Devil? No, I, I haven't brought that up. I haven't brought that up. Although I do think about that all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, when it's I'm in an movie. elevator, I think about that. I'm like, okay, so which one in here is the devil? Yeah, exactly. Who's get, who's going to try to figure trick out me? who the devil is? It's you. Oh God! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Go watch that movie. It's it's not the greatest movie of it's all time. It's not the but best movie in the world, but it's a pretty decent movie. It'll make you think twice about elevators. It'll make you kind of uncomfortable. And there's this. The opening scene has a cityscape that I never realized that I had a phobia of this, but it has a cityscape that's flipped upside down. Yeah, I don't know why that bothers you so it much. It scared me. Like I still think about it, and it makes me nervous. It makes me totally like on edge. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. All right. So what do you say? This. <laughs> The, I mean, I can't use it all the time, but, you know, it'll, it'll, somebody will get off on one of the floors, especially if it's one of the key card swipe floors. Oh. And then I'll be like. <laughs> oh, God. Can I follow you? Can I use your bathroom? No, no. They get off and then I'm still in the elevator with somebody else. And I say, uh, I always like to see what's on the other floors. Wait, are you, are you just telling me that, or is that what you said? No, that's what I kind of say. That's I say something you... along those lines, yeah. I'll be like, I'm always curious what's on the other floors. I always like to see what's happening on the other floors. Why do you even say anything at all if that's I don't know, say. because I just think it's something that everybody's looking out, and it's like a key card swipe thing, and nobody else knows what's on the other floors, so it'll be a variation of that. I really like to see what's on the other floors. I don't whisper it when I say it. But... What do you say it loudly? I really like to see what's on the other floors. I was on it. I'm always curious what's on the other floors. I always want to see what's on the other floor. How do the people respond? Do they just kind of raise their eyebrows and like, why am I in the elevator with the talking guy? It's almost always just like an awkward like. (laughs) Then why do you say it? I don't know because I don't know what else to say. You're not supposed to say anything. You don't have to say anything. You know what? This is like what you need. An elevator is like a bus. You need something. You need a prop. Because sometimes like I won't uh, like I'll just bring my headphones and not even use them. You need some elevator headphones. No, I don't want headphones. Okay. You just want to keep well, having I mean, saying your one awkward thing over well, and because, over again? Well, because, I mean, I drive down there. I would really just be putting in the headphones only because I'm uncomfortable in the elevator. I, I don't think that's a, a a right way for me to handle it. Why not? I don't think that's a progressive way for me to handle this issue of anxiety in the elevator. Well, then what do you think? Nobody wants to talk to you in the elevator, Greg. Everyone's... What's another question? What's something I could bring up? How can I spice Everyone's it up? Everyone's just trying it's to boring. get to where they're going. They don't want to talk to the weird guy who's like, Hur. I think I Make need to turn it talk. into more because I'm more comfortable like performing or doing something like that. So maybe I need to start, you know, jazzing it up. I need to start leading, leading the pack, like asking some questions or something like that. Get some back and forth going. Treat it uh, more like it's a talk show or something. Our friend Suman says, uh, just offhandedly say, I hope they got that thing fixed after what happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to talk to people in the elevator. Like, I'll do like a hello, hi, or if like something does, uh, you know, if somebody, like if the elevator like does something like jarring, like if it like, you know, kind of shakes or whatever, I'd be like, oh, okay, that kind of was freaky. Say something, you know, like you can wait, make small Wait talk. a minute. What? You you say, oh, that was freaky? <laughs> That's freaky. what you say? <laughs> oh, no. that was freaky. <laughs> Why do you have to make everything creepy? Well, oh, because it's coming it's, out of your mouth. Because it sounds why. it sounds cre- it sounds creepy. What you just said. Oh, ooh, that was freaky. You know what you could be? You could be the guy that's like too involved in the elevator and stand right next to the panel and not let anyone push the buttons. Be like, I'm sorry. Oh, what floor? There 16? are those guys. There are those guys actually who who ride it. And there's one guy in particular that I've noticed him do this a few times. He will get in. He'll stand right by there and he acts like he's doing everybody a favor. It's because there's only one panel of buttons. Is <laughs> oh yeah, what floor? And then he'll hit it, and then then he'll like pause a beat, like he's a, he expects a thank you because he you hit the button. Him? I mean, I do, but you I mean, I'm perfectly capable him. of hitting the button myself if he wasn't blocking it. Like, there's plenty of room, and this guy will st- stand there. Uh, what floor do you need? He'll hit that. Well, do you what, know what floor do you need? On elevator buttons, hit he is that. doing you a favor. I guess, kind of. Yeah, he's taking the elevator button. Journey. But he's doing it. He's doing it more in an entitled way, like. He's doing us all a favor right now, and we owe him for Greg, this. Greg, I'm really not thinking that that guy is going home at night and be like, wow, what a good job I did today on the That's elevator. That's the way he treats it. Like, I shouldn't have, I can press the button myself. I don't need him to stand there and block it. 
Oh, God. You could be the kooky guy. This is uh, another suggestion from Simon saying, like, third floor, ladies and gentlemen, garments and housewares. You could try and make puns as if you're in a, like, in a department oh. store. Next stop, Coopersville, or something like that. Really lame. Like, really oh, lame. Really lame, like, old-timey Sixth voices. Sixth floor, ladies' hosiery. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could see you doing something like that. <laughs> ladies' hosiery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would get me in trouble. Just saying ladies' hosiery somehow would, would happen. Um, hosiery? I don't know how you Ladies' lingeries, floor seven. <laughs> After you, ma'am. Get your booby tassels on floor seven. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's not going to work out very well. We'll see how long this lasts. Um, see, I it's think being suggested to do is... jazz hands when your floor arrives and you walk off. <sighs> I don't know about that. Uh, Greg is upset that the, I'm looking here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live listener. Uh, Greg is upset that the guy pushing the button cost him a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is true. I mean, everyone has their awkward places that they are that, like, you don't know what to say. Like, in my when I work for the banquet job, like, there's, a, like, a waiting room area where, like, everybody, all the employees that, you know, that I work with, mm-hmm. I'll go to. And we don't have anything in common except for the job. And so it is one of those things, too, where I just don't know what to say and then if you don't talk you seem rude but if you do talk like you don't know if anyone yeah but you probably over talk don't you i don't hey how's found, it going what are you doing with your day I have found what are you doing with your weekend I work with what are you up to has absolutely no interest in what i have to say <laughs> i'm like i'm just so i just kind of I'll, I'll do like the small talk like how are you your hair looks nice blah 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 well so i should say something like that to somebody in the elevator hey how's it going your hair looks nice Okay, yeah, don't don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that seems like it would be a strange thing for me to say. Yeah. Like I can't carry I can't carry that off. Oh, your hair looks good. Uh, you know what you can carry off? What? Silence. Don't try to talk to anybody. Just look at the ground. It's you just look at the ground. But I want to be like the cool elevator guy. Like they're like, "Oh man, that guy just brightened up my you day." Ha- I have met a cool elevator guy. Yeah, who? I don't, not you, but you know, like someone who like comes in and they're like classy and they look like dapper and they're like, "How are you today?" And they look, and they're not creepy. Okay, how do I do that? I think you have to be a different person. <laughs> hey, how's it going? How's your, how are you doing today? See, I can say things like that. I can repeat those same things. Mr. Jenke says, I've got a crazy idea. Just smile or say good morning and then stare at the door like a normal person. Good morning. And like just Why do you even make you? good morning sound like foreboding? What? Good morning. Good morning. Like if you came on the... Uh, on the elevator I was on and you said good morning I'd feel like something bad is about to happen good morning and like make direct eye contact and like because that's important to make eye contact right no. good morning good morning good morning this is how you can figure out what a sociopath is is you have to practice saying good morning to how do you people. yeah I'm trying I'm trying okay <clears throat> this is like trying to teach yourself how to smile good morning see that was a, that was I was it's being noted here, project confidence. So that's what I'm doing. Good morning. No, that's... Like, stern confidence. That's really... Yeah, that's too stern. Like captain of industry kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I don't know what to do. Maybe maybe my goal... good morning. I'm a captain of industry. I'm going to try I'm gonna try the elevator button pusher guy's job. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Today, when I go down there, I'm going to block the elevator buttons. I want to get you... I'm going to go ahead and try and find you a little cap. So I can be kooky. And you can like, put on your elevator cap. Like I'll get on there and put on my cap and I feel like all you aboard. To, you need to dress like um, uh, what's his name, Angus Young. You need to dress like him. The schoolboy outfit. Yeah, you need to wear a schoolboy outfit. You need to wear like little shorts and knee socks, and wear like a blazer and I'm a little not top, sure if and a little hat. Uh, huh. That's how I pictured the elevator boy to be. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, the problem is I and am now you actually said, now going I'm to a great Buster job. Bluth being the elevator boy. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing you as Buster Bluth being elevator boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think your best bet is to just not uh, talk at all. And stick with my... Uh, I think that's your strongest I always want to see what's on the other floors line. Don't stick with that. Don't work with that. Don't make small talk with anybody. It's an elevator. It's a mode of transport. Do you talk to people on the bus? Sometimes. No, you don't. You don't talk to people on the bus. It's much more intimate than a bus, though. No, but it's also a form of travel. Like, it's a form of transport. Unless, like, somebody seems to want to have a conversation with you or asks you something. Like, just don't talk to them. What if I force the conversation? Don't force the conversation. Like, force them to loosen up a little bit. 
Like, I'll go in overconfident. I know I, I sound like I don't have any confidence. Maybe I'll go in with, like, overconfidence. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm in this. How's it going? How's your day doing? Going. You can't even say that, right? <laughs> How's your day going? Doing good. Going do good. Uh, oh, okay, it's, it's being known. You keep using your line. Eventually, you're going to get someone who's already heard it. That's what I am worried about. That I'm worried I have done that already. That's what I was thinking too. If it's the yeah. same people, same time every day, they're like, "Oh fuck, it's that guy's that same <laughs> stupid thing again." <laughs> it could have been, yeah. Yeah, oh. I need to retire that line just in, just in case if there's a chance that so I repeat that. So if you that. need a line, you need one line to say, what are you going to say? I always want to see what's on those other... No. no. Um, you should could do like a Mr. Rogers morning. thing. Like, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. No, what? I'm not... I don't want to skin them. Like, I don't want to sound like that. I don't know if you don't want to. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, what, what is my line? Like, good morning. Well, if it's if it's hot outside, you can always go to the weather. Even though I started by saying no weather, you seem like you're in dire straits. You need to just stick with the weather. Boy, it sure is hot outside. Yeah, there you go. Whew. I just can't stop sweating. It's so warm. I'm not used to this. I'm like soaking through my shirt right now. Do I keep on going with it? Yes. Okay. That's... Every floor, and then you need to restart the conversation with every single person that gets on. Okay. All right. <laughs> But you know, so as soon as somebody else gets on, you reset every time. Even, even if, if the, the other, other people, still yeah. There. I was just telling this person about how hot it was outside. I'm Boy, really it's hot, and I'm clothes. really sweating. Really, really hot. All right, well, she's getting off. Have a good day. I always want to see what's on the other floors, and somebody else again. I'm like, "Boy, we were just talking about this. It is really hot outside. I keep on sweating. Like I'm sweating all through my clothes right now. Okay. Which floor are you getting off? Oh, I've never seen what's on that floor. I always want to see what's on the other floors. Now you're kind of all sounding right, see like you later. a. Boy, is it hot out. It's hot. So hot. I just want to see what's on the other floors. Oh my god, stop. You make the simplest things seem like the most complicated thing in the world. Hello, my friends. Oh, breaking news, real quick. What? I know we don't get political. Barack Obama has just publicly endorsed Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, you know how Airbnb is trying to keep it fresh? So fresh and so clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. I love it when you're in a crazy mood because I can just say things and get you to mimic things. Like, I, you don't realize that you're doing Many it, things. but when you're kind of nutty like this, like, I can say something and, like, get you to not pay attention and just, like, repeat me. No, you can't. Okay. <clears throat> At a San Francisco. Uh, so Airbnb, you know, is always up to its, like, kookiness of, like, where you can stay in different places. Like, there was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tunnel in New York uh, last week. There was, you could stay in, like, the Vincent Van Gogh painting, I think, right. in Chicago. Now, uh, happening... On the Great Barrier Reef, uh, Airbnb is having a contest which is offering you the chance to stay in a floating apartment above the Great Barrier Reef. Are you not supposed to mess with the Great Barrier Reef? Well, you're in an apartment on top of it, so I don't think you're like touching it. Okay. But you're floating above it. All right. So, of course, they're doing this to coincide with the release of Finding Dory, which is the sequel to Finding Nemo. Never saw it. Oh, it's a good movie. From what I remember, I saw it like twice and I really liked it. fish get eaten at the end? Or caught by a fisherman or something? Yes, yes. And then he turns to sea foam. Uh, The website says the winner of the contest and three friends will receive accommodations for one night in an apartment featuring a master double bedroom and two bunk beds. I wouldn't want to be in a bunk... I have problems enough staying in a bunk bed on like ground that's not moving, let alone floating on the ocean. I would do this. I would stay in that. I want to stay in one of those underwater um, apartments where it's all glass and you're underwater. Uh, So you can stay in two bunk beds above the Great Barrier Reef as well as you get a diving session with the studio apartment's host and meals prepared by famous Australian chef Neil Perry. Is that the guy with the show? Where he goes into grocery stores like, I'm going to buy you dinner tonight. 
We're going to go shopping together and we're so going to cook like together. the Greg Nibbler of grocery stores? I'm going to buy like you dinner tonight. things in there instead of no, the No, for some reason, I watched that show quite a bit. Why? His name's Neil. What's, I don't know if this is the same guy. Well, okay. It's an Australian Neil guy. Neil Perry. Neil Perry. Well, if you would him. like to apply to do this, Greg Nibbler. Oh, no, that's a different guy. Different Australian guy. What cook. weird Australian guy is coming up to people in the supermarket going, I'm going to make you dinner. No, that's what he would do. His his whole thing was he would be walking through the if grocery store. If somebody came store, up to me and said that, I would run. And they'd pick a random person in the grocery store, supposedly random, and be like, hi, how's it going? I'm a famous Australian chef, and we're going to go, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you make a good dinner tonight. And then they go around, they go shopping, they get a bunch of stuff, and then he goes to their house and like cooks some dinner, and then it would be like either a guy and then his wife would show up and there's some strange Australian guy who's cooking dinner for them. She's like, who's this? Like, oh, this is the Australian guy I met at the grocery store. He's making us dinner tonight. That whole thing sounds weird. That's why I kept watching it. It was always so weird. It was just strange. Or like the guy Are would come sure home. Are you sure this is like a real show? Yes, I'm trying to find out the name of it. It's That doesn't <sighs> seem real. That seems like it's something in your head. No, it's it like, was look, a real he's show. awkward too. It was a real show. No, and this th- that's and what he did. you're a real boy. God dang it. What was the name of that show? All right, I'll figure like it to, out. If you'd like to apply uh, to stay in this apartment above the Great Barrier Reef, uh, you're required, if you'd like to apply, you can uh, write a 50 to 500 character response to Airbnb's question. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you and three guests belong on the Great Barrier Reef. Uh, so this is happening. You need to get that in through the end of the week. I want to do like it. To apply I will it. go. Well, then go and apply for it. All right, I will. All right, can I go if you win? I mean, you're not going to win, but if you do win, can I go? You wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy going to the Great Barrier Reef. That's just a mean thing to say. You already said you don't like staying on something like that, so... No, I I can't stay on the bunk bed because I'll fall and split my other ear open, probably. (laughs) Great. That sounds like a perfect person I want to have come along. Thanks, Greg. (laughs) A liability. All right. I am going to enter, though. That sounds awesome. Okay, all right. I think his name was Ben. God, his I name is find not that. Ben. Stop. Pay attention to me. Stop looking Hi, up a going? fake Australian show. We're gonna. Get, uh, what, what are you making tonight? Nah, we're gonna make something else. I'm gonna go home with you. That's not a real show. It was a real show. It was a real show. I'm gonna go home with you now. Yeah. And cook you. No show. Yeah, is we're like gonna that. go buy some some fresh greens. Seafood's in uh, season right now, so we're gonna we got some fresh cod. But you can't say cod in Australian. Cod, cod, some fresh cod. Yeah, nobody some, in the chat has, has ever cod. heard of this show. I got to do it with a with the up uh, upward inflection. Yeah, yeah. fresh cod. Uh, nobody's heard of this show. Pretty sure you just made it up in your mind. I'm not making it up. It that was a real like show. Some really shitty dream where it's like, oh, I dreamt that there was this really bad, uh, weird Australian chef who would force himself into people's homes to cook them meals. Greg, you've got to stop looking it up in real time. I've got... I need to prove myself. Okay. Surprise, chef! Maybe that's it. Maybe that's not it. No. I'll just sit here and wait. Oh, dang it. All right, well, I'll figure it out. This is really quality content. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out. Next up, story out of Florida... Angry residents in Lakeland, Florida, are now petitioning to try and get a lake changed. Oh, my God. What? It's called Surprise Chef with Curtis Stone. Or Take Home Chef. Take Home Chef with Curtis Stone. Just let me know when I can get back to my segment. Yep, that's it. That's what it was. Curtis Stone. Take Home Chef. Found it. Bam. It wanted to sell some good greens. Florida men and women in Lakeland, Florida, are upset and now petitioning to try and change the name of a lake... That's in the center of their town. The name of the lake? <laughs> lake Horny. <laughs> they don't want it to be Lake Horny anymore. Well, <laughs> Why would you move next to Lake Horny? Yeah. I mean, that's clearly a decision you know that, that you made. There's multiple definitions of horny. Tell us, Greg. Well, I think I'll leave that to the internets. I already spent enough time looking stuff up online. Uh, you no. mean there's stuff on the internet besides the cast of Take Home Chef? Cut a stone, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make some linguine. Today's one of those days where, like, I feel like I want to just throw something hard at your face, and, like, I don't think anyone would hate me for it. Curtis Stone's nickname, by the way, 
The Quiet Terminator. Oh my god. <clears throat> Many folks in Florida are upset about Lake Horny, but none more so than Florida man Barry Zimmerman. Now, Barry Zimmerman is frustrated with the salacious jokes connecting Lake Horny to his neighborhood. And he's petitioned the U.S. Board of Geographic Names to rename the lake uh, in honor of Alfred Lodwick. Now, Lodwick was an aviation pioneer who built a military pilot training program in Lakeland during World War II. So he thinks that's more appropriate than Lake Horny. So um, the city cannot change the name. So he's petitioning the city, but I didn't know. It's up to the U.S. Board of Geographic Names. They're the only people that can change. What is what is the Horny named after? It doesn't say, but it's always been Lake Horny. Well, then deal with it. Barry Zimmerman doesn't want to deal with it. He's frustrated the is, this with is, the salacious jokes about Lake Horny. This is as bad as Axl Rose wanting to erase all the fat pictures of him online. <laughs> like You just called attention to it. Now everyone knows... About take me down to Pancake City. You know, I mean, that's just now nobody's called attention to it. And it's never going to go away because you just brought it back up so that it's in popular culture forever. 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 Take me down to the Pancake City. You sing that and then make yourself laugh every day. <laughs> I love those memes. They're so good. I love Guts and Roses, but goddamn, the, 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 fat, the fat axle memes are funny. They're funny. <laughs> um, I want to give a big thanks to Rick Rutherford for bringing this to my attention. Uh, Greg, attention, Greg Nibbler. Yes. Are you done looking things up? Oh, Are you looking up sweet fat pie of mine. All right, I'm going to stop. You stop. have like ADD today or something. I know. All right, Greg. Yeah. Insane Clown Posse is getting their own card game. What does that Which mean? you can buy right now. You can play an Insane Clown Posse card game. Oh, uh, Insane Clown Posse, of course, shortened to ICP. Of course, they're famous for their clown makeup. Yeah. For speculating such tough things, such as magnets, how do they work? Yes. Uh, they do have their... Magnets, how do they work? They do have their annual gathering of the Juggalos. Yes. Where basically a bunch of trashy people throw rocks at performers and impregnate each other. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. I think that's in the tagline. Well, uh, look no further if you're into games. So along the lines, the same lines of like Magic the Gathering, they have made a deck building card game called Into the Echo Side. I don't know what that is. I don't know, yeah. Well, pre-orders for the card game are open now and are available to all members of the Dark Carnival. That's what they call it. That's who choose to attend this year's uh, gathering of the Juggalos on July 20th. Huh. Two days before our listener party happening on Friday, July 22nd what? at the Bossa Nova Ballroom, 722 Ooh. East Burnside. Tickets on sale soon. Very, very soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. So soon. Just waiting to get the tickets on sale. We're ready to put them on sale. We're just waiting Maybe on sale for an email for an email to come back. For the love of God. I'm waiting for a day. All right. If you want to buy this game, it retails for $39.99. And this says in this copy... $39.99 for a card game? Which is a pretty dope price, considering that all cards feature, feature fantastical characters and musical artists that Juggalos have come to know and love. Now, according to the website, Mad Ninjas have been putting mad love toward producing this epic game that is sure to crush wigs into a fine powder. I do not know what I just read. Uh, I have no idea. I don't understand it at all. It's uh, for you can only play if you're 13 and older, and it's designed for two to four players. Uh, It draws parallels to other deck building games like Magic: The Gathering. Comes with a 12-sided die and a rule book, and the game does have different cards that serve specific purposes. Greg, during the game, players can attempt to gain allies, obtain items, get some flavor, get the fago. And encounter no. fiends, all of which are represented on the card. Fiends? Yep. So, uh, what is the plot of the game, you ask? <laughs> so, I was wondering. I'm so happy I'm... to tell you. Well, your so quest, it's very in-depth and very... Your quest uh, for this $39.99 card game is to prove yourself worthy and win the favor of the Dark Carnival. <laughs> now you can go ahead and order that on ICP's website today. I have two last stories. Okay. 
I'm going to do the Hobbit one first. <laughs> okay. A story of hobbits? Yes, which I'm sure you already know. This is one of those things that I get really excited about, and then you're going to be like, I'll know it all. Like, yeah, when I wasn't watching Take Home Chef, I totally already saw the report on this. Yeah, we're going to get ourselves some fresh grains. Scientists are now coming out and boldly proclaiming that, yes, indeed, hobbits did, in fact, really walk the earth. Yeah. Hobbits were a real I mean, thing. If the, yeah. Is what? this like a breaking news story? That Yeah. yeah. They've, they've already discovered them in Indonesia. Why are you such a dick? I'm just saying. I mean, I knew about this. This, this is, is like, a news story. I, da- I like checked the dates. This, was, this came out today. <clears throat> According to many scientists, a species of miniature beings distantly related to Homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. This is where you came from, Greg. Once lived on the Indonesian island of Flores. Now in a find that has intrigued and surprised scholars. An international team has unearthed fossils of hobbits' ancestors on different places. Or in different places. On different places. Places other than Indonesia. What? You're what? Now, the fossils that they found suggest that hobbits descended from much bigger forebears who experienced extreme uh, dwarfism. So that's what they think made the hobbits as small as they were. Uh, Their height was reduced to two-thirds of the ancestral body size, and the brain volume shrank to half the size. Greg, so is in so fact you hobbits? could probably they weren't the smartest of hobbits. <laughs> so they were able to find, let's see, they found the new uh, hobbit skeletons in Australia. They found them last year. Um, they're 700,000 years old and they're just as tiny as the teeny tiny hobbits that they found in Indonesia. Uh, so they did find a partial jawbone that fit in a, of a grown adult male <laughs> hobbit that fit in the palm of somebody's hand. Just yeah. the full thing. Yeah. Well, hobbits. Greg, I just wanted to tell you about your people. I would be a... You'd be the king of the hobbits, I would yes. be the king. I'd mm-hmm. be so huge compared mm-hmm. to them. You'd be, be very large. Be a giant. That would be a very exciting day for you, to be king of the hobbits. They could, like, bring me grapes or something. What? You always default to grapes. Isn't that what you're supposed to do, though? I never see you eat grapes. Do you like grapes? Sure. Yeah, grapes are, grapes are good. All right, so hobbits were real. Finally, this is my favorite story that I've read in a long time. It made me laugh out loud when I saw it. And I want to give a big thanks to, let's see, who sent this to me? I'm looking, I'm looking. Thank you to Justin. Thank you to Justin for sending me this story because I was able to pass it on to my sister and now she's not talking to me. A woman is in the news after quitting her full-time job to breastfeed her boyfriend every two hours. What? This is a real story. I made sure. A woman has quit her job to breastfeed her 36-year-old bodybuilder boyfriend full-time, saying that... It creates a magical bond between them. That's... It's too much. A woman who makes a lot of good decisions, uh, her name's Jennifer Mulford, said she wanted to create an adult breastfeeding relationship and mentioned the idea to her former childhood sweetheart, Brad Leeson, bodybuilder, 36 years young. She wanted to form an adult... An adult breastfeeding relationship, which is... Why? A, why Why would is this? She wanted to share the wealth, I suppose. Well, she said it was like a... So she... Cont- okay, first of all, what kind of crazy girl... I mean, not with the whole breastfeeding thing, but like it's like, hmm, my childhood sweetheart, maybe he'd be into drinking my breast milk. Like she's called him out of the blue. Hey, it's been so long. Hey, anyway. Brad, long time no see. You want to be an adult breastfeeding relationship with me? So, I got this idea. <laughs> uh, when interviewed, she said, it was like a, when I brought it up to him, it was like a light switch flicked in his head. I could tell from his voice that he was curious and excited. Yeah. Uh, when she, uh, after they tried it for the first time, she said, at that moment, I knew I had a partner for life. We both wanted the same thing out of the relationship. A magical bond that only breastfeeding can achieve. What happens when she stops 
breastfeeding. Well, Greg, I'm glad you asked me that because uh, Jennifer Mulford, I just want to keep saying her name because this is an adult woman. Jennifer Mulford quit her job to dry, I don't know what this means. Quit her job. Quit her job to dry breastfeed her boyfriend Brad Leeson, 20, uh, 36 years old, every two hours to fool her body into lactating. That's... She said, I've taken a break from my job because I want to devote everything to making this work. Um, Brad is a big fan of the breastfeeding because, of course, as I've mentioned, he's a bodybuilder. And he hopes to boost his body by their regular breastfeeding sessions. Now, a little bit about adult breastfeeding relationships. They're also called uh, adult nursing relationships. Sometimes they're called nursing couples. Uh, these relationships arrive after a couple has had a baby. In many cases, a woman can artificially induce lactation by encouraging a partner, which is what she's doing, to do the things. So uh, this only works if a woman has previously had a baby and was able to breastfeed. Again, a woman quits her full-time job to breastfeed her 36-year-old boyfriend every two hours. What is it? What is, I just wonder what their family thinks about this. Yeah, I mean, their they're picture. Because the thing is, I mean, whatever you want to do in your privacy, whatever, but they made this a big public. This is this is what That's we a do. look at me, look at me. Yeah, check me mm. out. It wasn't like the reporter from the Sun. I need a photo shoot like, and a news story on me. Well, there you have it, my friends. That's your world of crazy. That was the first story in a long time that the title made me laugh. You told your sister about this? No, I wrote it. You know, Heather was on um, maternity leave. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I made a horrible joke about her working from home. And then she's like, I'm not even going to talk to you anymore. Because <laughs> I sent her the link. I'm like, is this why you want to work from home? And she's like, stop writing me. Never write me again. <laughs> so I think I might have crossed the line. Uh-oh, that's it. I think I found the line. and it's <laughs> That was the line. Breastfeeding her husband. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that may be the line. I think that might be it. Might have been, might have been it. <laughs> you never know it till you cross it. <laughs> Found it. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna warn you. Ball talk is very light today. Light balls, real light balls. Light. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty quick. I'll say this: the Pittsburgh Penguins. What kind of sport is that, Sarah? It's uh, hockey. It is indeed. Are taking on the San Jose Sharks tonight in the NHL Stanley Cup. I know somebody who's a Penguins fan. You know somebody who's a Sharks fan for sure. Yeah. And that's uh, that's Ryan. Ryan. Right? Yeah. No, I have another Bozik, friend who's Bozik's a- probably a Penguins fan. Okay. That's a Pittsburgh team. I bet. I bet he is. Um, so. Pittsburgh Penguins versus the San Jose Sharks. It's game five tonight, and the Penguins are up three to one. So if they win tonight, then that's it. It's over. The city of Pittsburgh is already preparing for the for the parades. And what they're doing is the the guy Costa, who's the city's chief of operations, said crews are removing couches from front porches and collecting abandoned furniture. And emptying trash containers before Game Five because they're worried if the Penguins do win, everybody's going to set those things on fire in the middle of the street. <laughs> because that's how Pittsburgh does things, apparently. So yeah, they they're going to start closing off streets so that fans can uh, gather to watch uh, out. They've they've got some big screens that are going to be outside the arenas, or outside the arena, so that fans can watch. But they're going to be out in force. To try to make sure people don't set things on fire when they win. I've never understood that. When you Preventatively. win, like, what are you? You're celebrating by burning things, by burning cars. People want to celebrate with fire. Couches and I just, I, it's never really, I never really understood it. I wonder what would happen here if the Blazers were to ever win a championship. I was at the um, in, at WSU in 1998. They had the well, they had the riots in '97, and then they had the re-riots. In 1980, which basically it was just riots. Riots over what? Just drunk people yeah, being I mean, drunk. Like Washington State. What do you have to riot? It was over? insane. I've never seen anything like it. Like it was uh, like people dragged couches into the middle of the street and they were on fire. And there were all these um, like police officers, Why? but they're because people were drunk and decided to just like they're like fuck it. And so people brought a bunch of furniture into the middle of the uh, Greek row and were just lighting it on fire. And I remember I was 18. 
like walking around drinking a beer next to a cop because the cops couldn't arrest anybody because if they arrested one people they'd have one person they'd have to arrest all of them. So I mean it was just chaos, just people like throwing things and fire. It was in the news. It was a pretty crazy night. And then eventually it was in you mean Pullman news. It made Washington news. It made, they talked about it in Spokane, maybe. I think maybe it, it was made in the Spokane blurb news. in the Spokane paper. It was. I. It, it was a really, really weird night. I was like, "Oh God, this is what college is like." So it was insane. Cause, you know, I just I was a freshman. I don't know what I, I don't was remember doing. any riots at Oregon State. I mean, we had some weird stuff. There would be parties that got out of hand. Plenty of that. There was some guy that hit a pizza dude in the back of the head with a bottle. Remember that was a big kerfuffle, and then some. That it, well, there was like at the stadium, Oregon State beat Stanford one year, and Oregon State sucked in football, and they tore down the goalpost because they beat Stanford, and some some girl got conked on the head. I remember that, and then they the goalpost was missing, like it was just missing. Oh, geez. They they walked it out of there, and they didn't find it for a long time. No, nobody could figure out where the goalpost went. <laughs> like I'm, goalposts are huge, and they couldn't find the damn thing. That's weird. Yeah, anyway. Well, Pittsburgh's getting ready for theirs. Uh, moving yeah, on to Baltimore. Yeah, looking at this, yeah, WSU, yeah, so it was because they banned uh, on-campus drinking, and everyone... Oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was... I, I have a bunch of pictures from it, too. It was the craziest thing. That's all. Moving on to Baltimore. Topic. Um, you know, there's... So little here, but I do have I do have some uh, gossipy Baltac news. Ooh! Uh, one of them has to do with Khloe Kardashian. Oh, <laughs> Once Jesus again. Christ! Don't why, we don't speak that name? What are you doing? She comes up on the Baltac sites on some ta- of them. Heck, she's had a lot of balls in her. Apparently, she's dating Odell Beckham Jr. now, and she's the rumor is she's pregnant. My, my I thought she was barren. James Harden or Odell Beckham Jr. Well, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know much about her. I'm just saying this is what came up. She has hit a lot of professional athletes. That's a it's quite a collection. Lamar Odom, James Harden, Odell Beckham Jr. And I feel like there were more. Maybe I'm mixing that up with Kim Kardashian. Well, this Kardashian basically if you're an if you're a professional athlete, watch out. They're like Magnets for uh, I used to be like Winona Ryder with um, like bands with like lead singers in the 90s. No, that's uh, what's her name? Um, Kate uh, Hudson. Well, yeah, but Winona Ryder, Kate Hudson is now the new Winona Ryder. I'm sorry, I don't know the lineage of the that's all right. Of that. I didn't know there was an actual lineage in there. There totally is. Okay, well, anyway. Mm hmm. If you own a professional sports franchise or are teammates with professional sports fran- players, uh, keep Khloe Kardashian away from your locker. Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> I'm just going to go straight to this. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers did exactly as I said they would do. What, you had a 50-50 shot? I made a prediction yesterday that despite being down two games to zero in the Golden State Warriors versus Cleveland Cavaliers NBA Finals, the Cavs would win last night, and lo and behold, who was right? Ding, 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 Nobody ding, 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 This guy. This guy. Wait, while you're talking, I'm going to go ahead and look up some facts about Take Home Chef. So you just keep on talking. The Cavaliers did win last night by 30 points. They beat the Golden State Warriors. Game four will be taking place this Friday. We'll see what happens there. But if they do win again, the series will be tied. I'm not going to make a prediction on that until tomorrow, but I will tell you who's going to win. So far, I am amazingly accurate in my prediction. My predictions. 89% of the time, I'm not mildly incorrect. So I've got that going for me. So Cavs won last night, just as I predicted. Uh, We will leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It's very small balls today. Not a lot going on. Um, the take-home chef guy is kind of creepy looking. I would definitely not want him to follow me home and make me dinner. How you doing? What, what are you eating for dinner tonight? Guess what? I'm making you some no, food for no, dinner. No, that's what it was. He, he would walk through, you know, he'd have like one camera that's on him. That's super creepy. And he'd walk through the grocery store and he'd find, he'd, to be honest, it was usually women. And he would find no. some woman, yeah, like buying no, stuff. Oh, I'm shocked. Buying food. He's like, hey, how, how you doing? How you doing? What, uh, 
what are you making for dinner tonight? Well, I'll tell you what, I'd like to come home with you. I'd like to help you find some good ingredients. We'll make something very oh, nice God, and God, special. Oh, God, stop. I can't handle this. And, stop. Uh, and then I'll come much. home to your house and we'll help make it and we'll make you a, a prepare you a really nice meal. Ugh. And then he'd go there and they'd shop together. And he'd be like, oh, well, yeah, you got to get some good spices. You know, this is the good stuff right here. Yeah, these spices right I here. I never thought it would be possible, and, but you're making me hate an Australian accent. And, uh, okay, well, what we want, we want to get a little bit of papayas. And uh, papayas Greg. just add a little bit of flavor to them. You know, and then, then he'd do that, and then he'd go home with them, and then they'd cook their meal. It was kind of creepy. The women always, like, loved him, too. They were, like, all over him. I don't like And then eyes. it was really awkward when the guy would come home. He was like, I might murder you eyes. I don't like them. Well, the guy would come home and be like, hey, who's... Who's this dude cooking in the kitchen that you're all leaning over? And uh, and then they would, and then they'd all eat dinner together. And then the cameras would turn off. And I don't know what happened after that. You know what happened after that? I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of how it went. Get some good greens. Stop! I'm begging you. I cannot <laughs> handle you today. That is just—it's too much. Well, let's wrap the show. I think we're good. Okay. I think we're good. You think we're good? I think we're good. Okay. Uh, because tomorrow we've got special guest coming in. We've got um, we've got a, a big announcement that's going to so happen tomorrow. Many announcements. Hopefully, well, it's going to happen tomorrow, regardless. Regardless, it's happening. Yeah, regardless. Yeah, I just checked. Still nothing. So. Okay. Well, either way, we're announcing it tomorrow, and we're putting it up. Anyway, we'll tell you what it is tomorrow. Yep. It's so tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow on the show will be joined by Lachlan Patterson. Lachlan Patterson. He's going to be stopping by around uh, around 9.45 tomorrow. So we'll broadcast that live for live listeners and then replay it. He was nice. At noon. Or at, uh, yeah, noon. And then um, put that up on the podcast. Yeah, Lachlan Patterson's great. Well, I think we still have his, uh, we have a CD in here. Oh, sweet. Mm. Excellent. So uh, Lachlan going to be joining us. And we've got lots of other stuff that's coming up. So oh thank God. you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really appreciate it. It is so much fun having you listen. We appreciate your support <laughs> immensely. All right, Greg, so I'm going to try you... out something else with the elevator. Okay, good luck. Mm-hmm. Do you have to tell you well, about the prom stuff? Because I've been living and breathing, you know, prom pep, prep. I uh, fun stop. Employment Radio Prom, July 22nd at the Bossa Nova Ballroom right here in Portland, Oregon. I am getting re-sucked back into, like, all the 90s music. I've been listening to, like, um, like Belle Biv DeVoe and Boys to Men. That girl is boy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm, I'm really excited about it. Good. There's a lot of good music from the 90s. There sure is. And you can hear the better parts of it <laughs> at the Fun Employment Radio Prom. Friday, July 22nd. Tickets on sale tomorrow. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, uh, all right. Go to radio.com, Click on the Amazon link. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about something with Next Adventure that's really, really cool that they're doing. Nice. Yeah, they've got something really exciting that's happening, and we'll bring that up tomorrow. But either way, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We do. We think you're really great. I think you're super. I think you're looking better than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're looking I've, younger than you've ever. You've got really good hair. Oh, my God, so much. And if you don't have hair, your head looks amazing. No, your head looks great without the hair. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, don't need, need that hair. You don't need the hair. Fuck that hair. No, your head looks great without it, unless you have it, then it's fine. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.